0: Welcome back to live, Mike. In just a moment, we're going to be having a conversation with the co-owner of Red Guan. Bill Coker is a co-owner of that fine establishment. He and what he and his wife own that together. But something absolutely fascinating just came across my desk throughout the news. Break. I was just reading an article put out by NBC News. I'm just going to read you the headline and share some of the details contained within this article. I'm going to do so without any commentary because if I'm honest, I'm only just learning of this right now and I don't want to get anything wrong. Uh, And so I'm going to read this to you now, uh, and then after the program today, I'm going to dive into it, figure out what it has to teach us, and maybe you and I tomorrow can have a longer conversation about this. Uh, Without further ado, here's the headline from NBC News, which came across my desk just moments ago. It says, Trump says, President Trump, Trump says he's taking hydroxychloroquine to prevent COVID-19 despite FDA warning." The article reads, President Trump said today that he's been taking hydroxychloroquine, an unproven treatment for COVID-19 that uh, has been vigorously promoted. Now, here's the quote from the president from the White House just not that long ago. A lot of things have come out about hydroxy. A lot of good things have come out. You'd be surprised at how many people are taking it. I happen to be taking it. I happen to be taking it. I'm taking it, hydroxychloroquine, right now. When asked for how long the president had been taking the drug, he responded by saying a couple of weeks and that it was prescribed to him by the White House doctor. Now, the FDA has warned against using hydroxychloroquine for COVID-19 outside of a hospital setting due to a risk of serious heart problems. I'm going to leave it at that. But how does that strike you? That's an odd thing. We're going to follow this throughout the day here on KSL News Radio. I'm going to dig into it, including the FDA warnings about this practice. But what we have learned here is that President Donald Trump is taking hydroxychloroquine. He has also been tested repeatedly for COVID-19. Those tests, according to him, have been negative. How does that make you feel? What does that make you think? 57500. 5, 0, 0. That's the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Please let me know if you have any reaction to this, this revelation that the president is taking hydroxychloroquine to prevent COVID-19. I'm going to leave it at that, and we're going to get to the conversation uh, which is at hand here, and that is with co-owner of Red Iguana, uh, Bill Coker. Mr. Coker, sir, how are you?
1: Well, we're doing okay, considering the circumstances.
0: Well, talk to me about those circumstances. How has it been for you since, let's start at the beginning, since the dawn of this uh, coronavirus era? What, What changes have you had to make to your operation?
1: Well, it, it's been a real roller coaster ride. We uh, February was a 35-year record-breaking uh, revenue month. March was on its way to being a record-breaking 35-year uh, uh revenue record uh when we were told on the 16th that we had to close all our restaurants by midnight. And so we went from um, 90 miles an hour to stop Um, uh, overnight. And we had to scramble and put together something to keep our employees. We had to decide how to handle 210 employees at three locations uh, and what to do to try to continue to have some kind of revenue and keep people paid, but do it in a way that um, would be survivable. So a lot of hard decisions, uh, and we ended up doing uh, a lot of different things with our our employee population, depending on who they were, what they wanted to do, what we needed to do, and how to retain the core of our team so that we could have something to resurrect when this uh, opens back up.
0: Yeah. First off, let me congratulate you on uh, the trajectory of March, at least initially. Uh, wonderful. Huge stuff. Congratulations. And now let me ask you, what were some of the options available to your employees and what were some of the decisions that you had to make?
1: Well, some employees would wanted to go on unemployment, and there, there was word at that point of the $600 that could be included from the Fed. So I think that factored into it a little bit. Um. Um, I think that quite a few of our employees were furloughed because at that point we felt like we were going to be able to resurrect, you know, in a reasonable amount of time. And uh, we retained uh, a core of our managers so that we would have a leadership core to bring the employees back on as soon as we possibly could. And they would man, uh, we decided to man a curbside pickup and delivery program at red iguana Two, primarily because it has a brand new large-scale mm. kitchen so our staff can social distance in workstations and not be elbow to elbow and uh the dining rooms are large and we could use it uh, the, the front dining room to stage the pickups. Uh, and just to give you a sense of how much the curbside demanded of us uh in april when we um we uh, we had our third week in April. Uh, in seven days, we had ten thousand phone calls.
0: Oh wow! Congratulations. So have,
1: yeah. yeah <laughs> yes and no. It's pretty exciting when when it gets going. And but we you know we deployed walkie talkies. We numbered parking stalls. We put people outside to catch them. People and everything was alphabetized on tables throughout the dining room. So, and we we had to develop a system. It was like standing up a brand new business.
0: Right. Let me talk to you and now. Then, oh, sorry.
1: And uh, then wanna, you know, we, we waited for the PPP loans to come.
0: Mm. Were you able to, to, to get some relief from those loans?
1: We were. It took a while. Uh, it was an exciting ride in and of itself. Um, and we were able to get uh, money for the four entities that we have that mm. do payroll. Outstanding. So that that's... That's a lifesaver, but at the same time, it's very restrictive and doesn't um, doesn't help us with uh, half of the costs that there are running a restaurant.
0: Yeah. The, the state's guidelines have been in flux over the past few weeks. We moved from red to orange. Uh, that allowed for dining rooms to reopen. We have now moved to at least the majority of the state, with the exception of Salt Lake City, West Valley City, and a handful of counties, uh, into the yellow state of you know, heightened risk level. How has that been for you as we have transitioned through these phases? How has it been for you specifically as an employer uh, who has, I I presume, been making a few phone calls telling a few folks that there is a place for them to return to work?
1: Well, we tried to be straight up with all of our employees, stay in touch with them, uh, see how they're doing. We wanted to make sure they were healthy and if they needed things, we could react to that. For instance, we... We, you know, we, we were ordering, we ordered Sunday night a big order at Red Iguana 2 from uh, our supplier of food, Cisco, and we closed Monday night at midnight. So we had walk-in coolers full of brand-new product and no place, nothing to do with it. So we ended up having uh, all of our employees that had been furloughed or laid off be able to come by with their families and um, pick up, food from the garage and at Red Iguana or we donated it to mm. uh, Jorge Sierra and the mm. burrito um, program project.
0: Yeah. So have offers been extended to your home. employees to come back to the workplace?
1: It was, uh, yeah, we tried, when we did it in a way that was uh, uh, social social distancing and one, at a, one, one group at a time, and we're, they were able to get food that they could take home and, mm. and have.
0: I guess. I guess. I mean, come back into, come back to the workplace as an as an employee. Those who have been furloughed are. Do you, are you able to reoffer opportunities for gainful employment?
1: Yes, we have. Uh, my wife just informed me today because we did a headcount. We had 210 employees before uh, the pandemic shut us down, and we currently have 105 employees. So we have worked our way halfway back. And we still have two restaurants that are not open for dining, mm. so we're planning on doing that uh, the, in the first week or two of uh, June, um, depending on some of the things that are hard to get a hold of and that we that we need to to stand up the restaurants. But that should um, that should we've already been reaching out to everybody, so we're going to be bringing all the front of house people, servers, cashiers, managers. Uh, and and kitchen people and prep people. I mean, it's going to be, we're going to yeah. be very close to full staff again.
0: Outstanding. And they're eager to get back to work.
1: Oh, yeah. A lot of yeah. them are very eager. You All bet.
0: Right. Well, Mr. Coker, I'm, uh, I'm grateful to you for joining me on this program today, giving us a little peek into how things are running in your operation. I wish you the best of luck. Uh, I'm sorry that uh, March didn't play out the way you had hoped, but congratulations for that early trajectory. Hopefully you can get back on that wave here pretty soon. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lee. Appreciate it. All righty. That's going to do it for today's episode of Live Mike. I told you just before that conversation with Mr. Coker from Red Iguana that I will be following a fascinating story which has just broken. It is that Donald Trump, the President of the United States, is taking hydroxychloroquine to prevent COVID-19. That is despite FDA cautions about the use of that drug for fear of certain heart complications. It is absolutely fascinating. It deserves investigation. I will engage in that investigation and meet you right now. Back here on Live Mike tomorrow at 1 o'clock. I'm Lee Lonsberry and this is KSL News Radio.